So as I um, looked up at the picnic um, tables, there's a little building that I didn't even like pay attention to or, or notice. And I looked over and actually the door was open on it, which I thought was a little bit odd as well. So I thought, well, I'm just going to kind of like look at it. And I could see that there's also like a little like covered kiosk with a map that looks like, okay, maybe this is like the start of some trails. So I just finished walking around the museum and it actually is, uh, is that just that it's a museum. I didn't even know was here. The museum is teeny tiny, um, but it, this is a an old quarry site. Every time I looked at it, it says the Griffith Quarry. But I keep I like the first three or four times I saw it, I had my mind said Griffith Griffith Observatory, which is the word that I associate with Griffith. But apparently, this was a place um, where they mined. Um, did I just say what it mined? Granite. Boy, that was a rocket science one, wasn't it? So it's about, it's been super hot, literally in the hundreds the last couple of days. So I guess it's not surprising that I am the only person here. It's um, shaded with a lot of... Um, oh, what are those called... They're both the same in England as they are here. Okay, well, I guess we aren't going to say. They're shaded by a lot of big trees. The hated oak trees and then the other trees that have the little bollies on them that go all over. Oh my gosh, isn't that driving nuts? So anyway, as I walked into the museum, I did pick up a little map to the trail. And I'm going to go ahead and walk around it. So I just passed number one. But I didn't read what it was too. Does it say what they are? One. Oh, the number one was the boiler room wall. And now we're walking to number two, which apparently is an old well. And boy, things have really gotten lively behind me. There are now two other cars in the parking lot behind me. Although um, they don't look like they've come to the museum. Probably just <laughs> finding a quiet place to park. So apparently this is number two, and this is an old well. So you can see it's got a fence around it, and there is a, almost looks like a rock wall, and you can see how at one point that it could have been circular. They've It's all filled in with debris, and you can just see the, the edges of the rock wall still there. Um, so that's number two, the rock wall. I almost thought of the names of those trees. Gosh darn it. So do I start to say that it's been in the hundreds the last couple of days? So I'm not at all surprised that there is not big crowds here at this surprisingly found Griffith Quarry Museum in Penryn, California. But I am enjoying what is actually a comfortably warm with just enough shade to not make it unbearable to be outside walking here at about I think it's probably about two o'clock in the afternoon
those cicadas. I just had a flash here of walking um, into the gardens in England, um, especially the monastery. I remember like first walking in and looking at the wide paths and the trees and everything was so green and the grass looked so soft and you could cups, catch glimpses of, you know, castles and stone walls. And here I am um, walking down a um, construction gravel DG path with dried out gnarled oak trees on both sides, just like half alive, half dead. There's actually a yucca plant here, which is kind of out of place, but um, it just looks dreadful, like barely alive. And off through the glimpses of the, the trees over there, I can see a porta potty. So, you know, just the difference in romance of places. For some reason, England just seems to be able to pull off a lot more continuous style. I don't know if you were able to hear that branch break, but I just startled a bird that was big enough to actually hit a branch that made it fall down. So, now I'm in a bit of a dilemma here because that porta potty that I can glimpse off in the uh, horizon there, I actually kind of want to use, although I could probably just use the dirt path. It's not like anyone's out here going to see me. But first let's stop. So number three was those yucca plants there. Oh, and it says century plant, they call them. And right now, one of the yuccas is blooming up through the oak trees above it. Like I said, they're very gnarled with scores of dead branches, almost more dead than, than alive. And here's this amazing huge, I'm like trying to think how tall, 25, 30 feet tall. It looks like a giant asparagus spreading out its, you know, desert bloom right amongst the oak trees. Like these two things do not belong together yet. Here they are growing together here in Penryn on the site of some old quarry. Life is just strange, right? We never know what it's going to bring. So I think I'm going to go ahead and follow the path around to the right. When I startled that bird, I looked over here and can see that the path also goes this way. It looks like there's a series of interconnecting pathways rather than just one single pathway to walk. So I'm going to walk under here, which is where our canopy buckeye, that's its name, buckeye trees. Thank you, brain. Which is really weird to see buckeye. Um, the buckeyes are here are as tall as the oak trees. And because of the intense heat we've had, they're already, their leaves are already all dry, which... They were used for food, or still can be used for food, by uh, Native American tribes around here. But usually that um, dryness that they have is usually a sign that summer is over. And I think we just hit the solstice the other day, and it's been a super hot, um, super hot, a super wet and late summer. Oh, okay. 
So I'm talking on, and I look over here to my left, and this really is amazing. This is an old uh, granite quarry, which is now filled with water. And the water has both the green and the uh, purple plants that are um, growing on top of the water. So it's kind of creating almost like a velvet picture on the top of this quarry over here. Kind of caught me by surprise as I went um, around the corner. Although I know that I was look coming to look at a quarry, it still surprises me. It's a giant hole in the ground, which is usually what quarries are. Um, but it isn't as giant as I thought it was, but it's strangely colorfully picturesque. Because of the water down at the bottom, there's, um, well, willow trees growing in it, and they're just very green. I'm going to take a picture of it. So with the granite and the, the water, with the green across it, it's, wow, that surprised me. For some reason, I thought I was going to be walking a heck of a lot further before I even saw it. So because it is all a big drop-off into this quarry, there's an old split-rail fence that goes around it that, again, looks really similar to a ladder. So if one wanted to climb over the edge and go down into the quarry, it doesn't look like it would be too hard to get into there. But it's going up here just a bit. And again, I've got another view through the the trees and the fence here. I'm seeing it go back. This is not, if this is the actual quarry, it's, um, it's not really overly large. But strangely picturesque. I'm back out into the blazing sun. Like I said, if there weren't four of these lovely, not-so-beloved oak trees, as well as buckeye, and there's a big old digger pine there. Though so there's a place, there, there's a metal fence right here, which I can kind of see why, because, um, again, it's got the sheer drop-off. So I'm looking down into it. It's... Maybe, you know, I, I hate to be the one to use a football terminology in any case, but, you know, it's smaller than a football field, but it still looks very exciting and interesting to think that the um, quarry that was cut out of this pit, if this is the only pit, was actually used on the Capitol in um, Sacramento. Did you hear that hummingbird in the background? Ooh, how cool is that? So I'm like way up near the top of, say, almost like the, the height of a digger pine. And the hummingbird, which is right up here next to me, can you hear it? It's diving all the way down, like a, just like dive bombing straight way down into the quarry. And again, it's probably like half the length of a football field, so 50 yards maybe. I need to get my um, metric equivalencies. I was going to put that up on the wall of my house because even going back and forth between the U.S. and the U.K., 
I like to know the equivalencies, but it's not something that pops in quickly to my own mind. So I have to kind of look it up each time. So I thought that would be a good thing to kind of figure out at some point. So yeah, just the bottom of this, um, it's kind of like a tumble of, of rocks all down into the 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 bottom of the quarry that's filled with incredibly, incredibly green green water. So bottles floating here and there. It it looks like it looks like something you wouldn't want to touch. It looks really pretty, but I'm sure that water's very very stagnant and because it's from rainfall but not actual it has any flow in or flow out, it's probably gotta be a bit creepy. But it does of course, I love being at the edges of things, so it's nice that they gave us a little edge, and you can see the fence that they have erected here. This is why the whole fencing thing makes me laugh, because you can see it's worn all the way around the edges of them, and you know that you know kids out, out for an adventure are going to come up here and just skirt around the fences and have a good play climbing down the rocks looks almost like an avalanche off to the the far side where it's it's sloped but it's not I don't think that I would have stumbled upon this area and thought oh this is a quarry because I've seen so many similar places with just boulder strewn areas and sharp cliffs is not that um, unusual of a site up here and it's certainly nothing that I ever would have driven by and thought oh this is back here but I'm glad now that I stopped. Probably just looks like a giant hole in the ground. It doesn't look like a mining operation by any stretch of the imagination. Of course, back out and up into it is everything is very, very dry. Going up by a uh, this is the pathway that's the museum has built around which again the split rails and a little Lizzie hi little Lizzie hi little Lizzie crawling on a rock they don't like you to get too close so it's still going up getting higher which is surprising because I felt like I was at the top of that one rim right there so I'm surprised that the trail is actually going up but very 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 dry big old ugly digger pines, pine needles all over the ground, dead grass and stickers. There is another bush that's slightly green with oval leaves on it. I think they're the ones that have those pink china lantern flowers on them, but they're hanging on to their green, but they aren't that beautiful. It's hard in this dryness to grow too much that actually looks pretty. Even they have little spikes at the edge of their leaves and they're innocuous but they don't look friendly. Oh, there's a noise in the trees. Hawk.
It's funny because I thought that I saw somebody walking around the trail on the other side of the quarry and it's made me a little um, self-conscious about being caught talking. I don't mind talking by myself, but it's a little embarrassing um, to be caught talking, coming around a blind curve. So that's why I'm being a little bit quiet. I'm at number 11 which is, oh, 10 and 11 are both scenic views, so I think I must be going numbering a little bit backwards. Hi. I was right. So our scenic views here, I'm halfway in between the two scenic views, but I can look off to my left and I'm thinking that that's like Donner Pass over there or maybe Mount Rose. I can actually see snow on the mountains far away, but again, the lower atmosphere is very hazy today and it's not really easy to see through it. And the trail is continuing around the bushes right here. I've grown up over the path and whatever I startled, startled me as well. Trying to look into the bushes to see what it was. I'm assuming that there's like either rabbits or ground squirrels. I don't know what else there could be. Okay, well this is really interesting. The fence right here. We, like I said, we actually surprisingly got higher up, but I'm not really sure. I thought we were at the edge of the quarry. Um, but this part of the fence has actually very recently been broken. Hi, no worries. Would be nice. <laughs> Luckily, there's quite a few here. Well, I was a little bit right. 
And again, I find it very ironic for all the years I've walked around on trails by myself that I find myself more wary now, which is, which is interesting. Like three days ago, I couldn't think of any good reason to want to continue existing on the planet, yet today as I'm walking through the quarry and a gentleman walks past me twice, my instincts now tell me to um, walk towards the exit and towards my car. I'm thinking, wow, how convenient and easy it would be to slip a body down into that quarry underneath the water. Nobody would ever see it. I've, I've been listening to too many true crime podcasts, and I'm a little bit angry at you true crime people because I love a good story, but I wish it was about something other than super scary stuff because now when I've never ever been a person who is afraid of anything in the world now just turned around on the trail and I'm heading back to my car as though it could save me from what I don't know because I'm really the only person here other than the girl sitting inside the museum anyway Those are the buckeye leaves. You know, yellow and brown, gray, the dominant colors. The green, such a dull green that it's hardly even a green at all. Just maybe a variation on the shade of gray and underneath even though the oak trees are or the oak leaves are a complete mosaic they're a mosaic of little spiky things that just want to sink into your the skin at the bottom of your feet so I didn't finish my quarry path and I'm meandering back towards the parking lot and we'll soon get back into my car because I can't say that the gentleman looked sketchy but something about it just made me nervous being out there I mean to be honest he was quite a bit older than me it looked like I probably could have ditched him into the quarry before he ditched me in but not as strong as I used to be that's one thing for sure and he was up there without a pack without a without water um, without a car to be honest with you oh was that other car in the car park the one that pulled up maybe that was him I don't know something just didn't feel right and I'm almost back down to the car park and again the coolness of the oak is very refreshing that it's 
only like a nice warm 80 degrees rather than a hot 110. See, here I am even being judgmental. Now I'm looking at that other car that's in the parking lot. And um, that was the one that pulled up just as I was first heading out over the trail. And my first thought was like, oh, whoever it is is sketchy. Which in reality, just because people don't have money doesn't mean that they're, they are sketchy. And that's when it gets so confusing sometimes. Like, am I being judgmental about this other person because of the type of the car that they drive? It could be that they, like me, are just on an extreme inability to be able to have... Um, access to resources so maybe the one thing that they do have is a car that they're minimally able to maintain um, and as I say that I look at it and I go oh my gosh it's like a, a little gray sedan with a, a green door on it which again is very unusual to see um, a car in the process of being fixed rather than already being fixed. I'm sure the police pull you over for stuff like that. And there is no rear license plate on it. So I'm hoping that the lady who was working in the museum is still alive. There's part of me that wants to sit here and see if that guy comes back down again and if he belongs to that other car there. But... Oh yeah, there he's coming right there, and yeah, he must belong to that car. Like I said, he looks like he's mm, probably in his 60s or 70s, just wearing a t-shirt and shorts, and could have been like me, just curious and interested in the area, and went up for a walk, or it could be that he's completely sketchy and... You don't know. Just didn't seem like a good idea to be out there on my own. See, like, I don't know. Like, maybe he's, you know, like me when I get super nervous and socially conscious. I can tell he's holding himself um, uncomfortably. And he obviously felt uncomfortable when we ran into each other. But I don't know if he's feeling uncomfortable because he's a socially shy person um, because I know I can get that way and a lot of people do not think of me as that way when they meet me uh, or um, so the nervousness that he's feeling um, the nervousness I'm feeling around him could be very real but it could also not be a threat at all it could just come across to me as I feel thread. So <laughs> I actually think he waved as I went by it. That's funny. And again, like, wow, was that a chance to like say hi to somebody or did I just, did I just keep myself safe or did I just exclude myself 
from somebody who might be doing the same exact same thing that I'm doing, just getting out of the house for a little while and wandering around and wanting to look at a place that actually, um, <laughs> if it was a clear day, it would have been a really pretty place. I'll have to come back sometime. But see, those are the dilemmas. Do I hide myself away and keep myself safe? Or do I put myself out there and meet people? But with all of that said, like the people that I've met, um, for the most part, have been just as had just as much difficulties emotionally, financially, physically, and all of those things as I have. So where's the line that I don't... I don't expect others to be perfect. I just don't want to be responsible for taking care of other people. And we've been over this.